School's out for summer. Dun, 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 dun. School's out forever. Oh. Oh, it changes halfway. Anyway, the school is out. Uh, it's summertime. We're recording actually on a on a national yeah, summertime. The living's easy. So it's summertime. We're recording our summertime podcast. Summertime podcast. Summertime. Summertime podcast. Yeah, we're recording our summertime podcast, and uh, we're coming to you. It's friends with benefactors. And hopefully, oh. not as depressing as a Lana Del Rey song. Right. <laughs> friends with benefactors. Hello and welcome to this week's uh, Friends with Benefactors. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. I'm Sarah. I'm Rebecca. Welcome, welcome. So, speaking of, how how has your week been? My week? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, What I do, what I, uh, I'm... I'm happy about school being out for summer. Is, oh, are you a teacher? Uh, no, I just commute. Yeah. I commute. Oh. I commute to work, so I no longer encounter bus. That was the problem was because there's so many snow days and shit this year yes. that like it was never the a thing. The, the every time every I drove basically the entirety of June. I drove to work, and I'd be like, when are these kids going to be done with fucking school? Because, like, when the kids get on the bus these days, like, Timmy, you're not shipping out to Nam, okay? You're going to be back in six fucking hours, okay? Like, you don't need a ten-minute tear-filled goodbye hug with your mom, and then, you know, half the time they're late, so they're like, oh, wait, hold on, wait, stop the bus, little Timmy's little Timmy's late. Now let me look lovingly into his eyes and hug him for ten minutes while he cries, because... Are we all just angry about that because we, we didn't get that in our childhoods? Because I certainly didn't. Yeah, I had like, to walk to a corner. Yes, you had okay. to walk to a fucking corner to I meet your us. 20 feet? Yeah, well, yeah. exactly. Because <laughs> well, na- now, now it stops at every house, and there's a 10-minute tear-filled goodbye, I love you, some, versus, like, when I take the bus, it's like, go to the fucking corner where 10 other children wait and then get on the bus. So it's like, why don't they still do this? A, it saves time and money, and B, I don't have to be behind... These fucking kids hugging their mom. Or maybe it's just because uh, all of the high school kids go to school at, like, 6 in the morning. Yeah. And by the time you're going to regular work, it's just normal kids. Or not normal. You know what I mean. Younger It's younger, younger uh, kids getting on the bus. The school times are all fucked up, Mm. as it is. They're they're talking about changing that because of the, the inherent issues with, like... Sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an issue for me. Um, can I go back in time to when? You know how many times I fell asleep. During, I had, I had like a second, pe- yes. second or first period me music appreciation, yep. and I would fall asleep in it constantly. Mm-hmm. It was so relaxing though. Like yeah. I'm not surprised. And Mr. Hermana, the guy who ran it, 
he was not the type of guy to like. He was like, if they if they're sleeping, it's because they don't have enough sleep. Don't just violently <laughs> wake them up. I love. Okay, I he know. was such a reasonable and decent human being, Mister Hermanot. I have one memory of him that really sticks out to me. Because um, I mean, when we had him, he was probably what in his like. He was. He, it was right before he he joined. He was like part of Brookfield High School forever. from the beginning, yes, like literally from it started in literally the sixties. So, yeah. You know, like the moment they built Brookfield High School in the nineteen sixties, he chose the he, w- he was a music teacher. Yeah. yeah, he was part of it. So, yeah. like when we were there, he was like just on the cusp of retirement. Yeah. But he was just like a kind soul man, where he yeah. was just like, if they're falling asleep in my class. Like, it's because they're not getting enough sleep. I'm not going to sit here and jar them awake and tell them to go to a class. They're going to... I mean, I always woke up when the yeah. the lights went back on because he yeah. would just turn off the lights and play you amazing music. Yeah. Actually, a lot of my uh, musical knowledge mm-hmm. and, and musical, uh, for lack of a better term, appreciation yeah. comes from the vast... Uh, like this wide range of music that he exposed me yeah. to. Like I took his class several times just because, because regardless of if I fell asleep in it, that and when I was falling asleep, it was like the third time I had taken his yeah. class. I was like a senior and falling asleep second period, but like his class was just so good. You just listen to like classical music and music you never would have heard of. Yeah, uh, and and he would expose you to mm-hmm. it, and, and I just. I don't know, he was, he was one of few teachers that, like, you could tell, even though he was tenured and whatever, he fucking mm. cared. Yeah. Like, he was like, my job is to expose you to music, and that's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I, I just have this one memory, and, like, it's just so, like, I, I think about it once in a while, and I laugh, because, like, I don't think a teacher has ever made me laugh so hard at such a morbid joke. But he was talking about how he was, like, he had to retire soon. He's like, he's like, yeah, one day, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to shut the lights off and I'm going to turn the music on. And then, like, the music's going to keep playing. And then, like, the music will stop. And then they're just going to be like, Mr. Someone's going to be like, Mr. Hermanot, Mr. Hermanot, and turn the lights on and and turn my chair around. And I'm just going to be a dead corpse. I thought that was I just remember laughing out loud and no one else in the class laughed but I was like that is like just like the imagery like I'm sure he even said it better than the way I put it but just like just the imagery of like someone turning his chair around and everyone being like (gasps) like he's Um, dead I just want to throw this out there now I don't know if I've told you this or you know this but when I grew up, uh, when I was a young child, you know, we watched a lot of X-Files and campy TV, mm-hmm. but, like, uh, uh, my brother, my sister and I, we, we would play a lot of, because prote- we were all born within, like, three or so years of each other, so, like, Mike, a year, me, mm-hmm. a year, my sister, give or take a few months, so we're all, uh, you know, we're all relatively the same age. Yeah. But, um... So we'd all play, like, pretend games together. But whenever Mike got tired of playing the game, he would be like, you grab my shoulder and turn me around and, like, you just, like, blood surfing out of my mouth and I'm dead. <laughs> like, like, like every, every time, like, we'd be playing games and yeah. whenever he got bored, he'd be like, he would just stop doing something and, like, you'd tap his shoulder and be like, Mike, he's like, 
I turn around, you see a drop of blood fall out of my mouth. I'm dead. Every fucking time, it was like the mystery of just like Mike, what's going on? And you flip him around, and he's dead. <laughs> like, like that every fucking when every time we played a game, he would just get bored and be like, "You turn me around, I'm dead." <laughs> You, like, you turn yeah. around, you see a lifeless corpse staring at you. It's like, oh, you can't do that again. Not, not clever. But I thought that was, like, kind of sweet. I was like, oh, like, you care enough about the kids that you don't want us to be the ones to witness your dead body. Like, yeah. you don't want to put that on us. Like, that's really sweet. Retire, retire while you can. But he's, I don't know, I still follow him on Facebook. He's doing good. That's good. I will. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know. I quit Facebook. It's really great. Just wanted to let you know. Um, try CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to the like childhood games. They used to like escalate where Mike would be like, "I shoot you," and I'm like, "I dodge it," and I shoot back. He's like, "I'm wearing a bulletproof vest," and he's like, "I shoot you," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest." Oh, you guys are playing live D and D. Basically, uh, except <laughs> with no rolling, but with yes. with no rolling, just oh, bullshit. And it would be like I, I like he shoots me, and I'm like I have a bulletproof chest or I have a bulletproof vest on, and I I shoot you back, and it hits you in the head, and he's like I'm wearing a bulletproof helmet. And he's like, oh, well, I shoot you right in your dumb little face. And I'm like, well, I have a special gel that I spread all over my body that's bulletproof. And times infinity. And, like, then it would just be like, we would just start punching each other. You know? Like, yeah. like instead of, like, the game just became us just, like, literally punching each other. Yeah. And, I, and the only way I knew is I got a good shot on Mike is, because yeah. Mike was always bigger and stronger than me. So he'd just kind of, like sit there and pummeling me and I'd get a good crack in and I would just see his face turn to rage (laughs) and it would be like like he's like now like because then it was like I got the good shot in it's like now I'm gonna fucking wail on you like like and then I would get a good beating but I don't know there was something about knowing you got that Mm -hmm. good pop in enough to like (laughs) like set it off you're like yeah fuck you yeah satisfying that's like when me and my brother we would just wrestle and we'd have, like, we'd stage wrestling matches downstairs in the basement. But I always, I mean, I'm tiny, and, you know, my brother, he's, like, six foot. Oops. And with our, like, four-year age difference, I was definitely, like, one-third his size. Yeah, we used to totally uh, do, like, wrestling matches. Like, we were watching the WWF, excuse me, uh, not the World Wildlife Fund, but it was the World mm-hmm. Wrestling Federation at the time. And we would make our own wrestling events and we do wrestling and, and we actually would like make rest. I don't know if, I don't think we ever went back and watched it, but we would like record it with a camera and have like wrestling events with intros and and stuff and special cage matches. Cause we used to have like matchbox cars, which came (laughs) in like these like spiky trays that would hold the individual cars and so we would ha- we would line the spiky trays around the match as like a special event, like spike match, and you know, like Mike would fucking toss me on a pile of spiky <laughs> plastic. Oh, so it's nice being a kid. Yeah, well, when I mean, when you're the younger one, you have to kind of. I was the middle. Kinda... I got fucked on all sides. So it was just. Well, I just mean like in a, in a wrestling match. Like, I had a special move where I would get underneath 
and I would kind of like wrap my leg around my brother's ankle and like make him fall down, and then I would pin him down that way. One time I kicked, um, uh, <laughs> so I, I went I went to kick Mike's friend Dennis in the butt. But I, like, connected my kick right with his nuts, and he <laughs> basically, like, took him out. <laughs> it, he was not happy, as one would not yeah. be, but, you know, Dennis kind of deserved it. But the shit they put me through, that he had it coming. I believe it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh... I was uh, in their class in fourth grade. Exactly. He was, a, he was an <laughs> asshole. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, we used to use that video camera for a lot of shit. Like, um, one time, uh, M- Mike and I decided we were going to, uh, change. We had a bunch of parakeets. So we each had our own parakeet. And, uh, and Katie, her parakeet is named Annabelle. And so, like, we took the camera. Wait, what the fuck? You each had your own bird? Yeah. I did not know this about you. We each had our own parakeet. Mike's was named Homer. What the hell was mine named? I don't even... I, First I, it was Homer. I can't remember. <laughs> well, Mike had a yellow one. I had a green one. And I'm oh, trying, that's perfect. I'm trying to re- remember my green parakeet's name, but I it, I it's lost. Science. I remember I remember Mike's... No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it, was, it was nothing like that. It, uh, but Mike's was named Homer. Booger. No, it was, no, it was like a very reasonable name, which Fred. is why I can't remember. No, the, yeah, I don't think he guessed. George. No, try to think of my parakeet's name, and you're not helping because none of these. I'm names. naming regular the, names. These names, okay. It, it's like a bird. Text your mom, Charlie. That sounds close, but not what it was. But anyway, so Mike's yellow parakeet was named Homer. I remember having another blue parakeet. My mom and I got together and named Liam. But I'm trying to... I can't remember what mine was. But Katie's was named Annabelle. And so... um, Mike and I, like, took the camera one day. And, and, like... And so, like, like one was recording it. It was probably, like, Mike or me. I I I don't remember who did what. But it's, like, it shows our face. And we're, like... Now, Kate, you understand by signing this contract, you legally change your bird's name to Poopy Bell, right? <laughs> and, like, you see basically, like, a veiled person, like, uh-huh! <laughs> and then they're like, all right, sign your name, and you just see, like, a hand, like, on screen, <laughs> the, writing out Katie Healy, like, I agree to this on a piece of paper, <laughs> and we're like... And we're like, oh, Poopy Bell is the name of your your bird. And she's like, no. We're like, don't you remember? You signed a contract. And we like put the video in the VCR. We're like, don't you see? She's like, that's not me. We're like, your name's on the contract, is it not? Poopy Bell is the name. Like, you know, like. To do, that's like, so great. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I love it. I love that so much. We, we faked her signing. A, like, I should have gone in. I should have become a lawyer. I could have been the next Michael Cohen. <laughs> I, I can totally sympathize with her because, like, me being the baby of the family, I was like, I had to endure so much of that, like, weird, like, manipulative shit. <laughs> no, yeah. That was the greatest attack my brother had on me was just, like, 
making me gullible for things or no, the shit we did was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like the thing was like it, it it held no water. But we thought we were such clever shits. Is like there's clearly a video of you signing a contract. It's just like a random like hand writing her name. Yeah, and like. We're, like, we're probably, like, 12 at the time, so, like, even a fucking contract yeah. wouldn't hold water, but, like, you signed it. You... Oh, my, bro- my brother, like, he, he was, you know, he made me believe that, like, our verbal contract of, like, bets we would make together of, like, you know, just stupid things. Like, oh, I bet you $20, or I bet you $5, and he would tally them up, like, over, like, years, so he'd be like, oh, you're, he's like... Oh, remember that time when we bet that, like, Lisa Presley wasn't, like, wasn't, like, you said that he, uh, she wasn't Elvis's daughter? Well, turns out she was. Like, I don't know if we had internet back then, but somehow he proved it to me. And I was <laughs> like, all right, I guess I, I guess I, would. but, like, I took that to heart. I remember as a kid and thinking that I was way in debt. Did I ever tell you about, um, when we were growing up, like, it was probably the late March, early April, so it's just warm enough to, like, play outside. Mm-hmm. And my brother took my sister and I outside, and he's like, alright, Easter is coming. I have to train you to beat up your cousins to get the most eggs. Obviously, you'll get not more eggs than I get. But <laughs> I can help you somewhat in your journey. And so, like, he would, like, do, like, fake fucking kung fu in the driveway <laughs> and have us do, like, various training exercises. Yeah. It's like, you see your cousin going for an egg. What do you do? Karate chop! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, uh, and, like, he would train, like, he would, like, Jump and kick, yeah. You see an egg, what do you do? <laughs> like, you train us to fucking get the eggs. <laughs> Sarah, did you ever, like, endure any, like, physical abuse Well, or you training? were the oldest, right? Until my dad got remarried, then I was, like, middle again. But yeah, still kind of oldest. I was also the only girl, so. Oh, yeah. Um, my brothers did like to take apart my bikes and turn them into Franken bikes. So like the front wheel would be too small and the back and the back wheel would be really big and we'd have some sort of strange opposite dandy bike. So and weird. we had for some strange reason we had speed mumps in our driveway. Our driveway's not very long. I don't know how you're speeding into our driveway, but I guess you could. Yeah, Eventually guess... they got taken up, and so we just, like, played with them. We'd, like, ride our bikes over them and stuff. Yeah, it'd be kind of like, fun. we like, build jumps. It's like, ooh, a little ramp. But nah. When my brothers and I fought, we really fought. It was no play fighting. It was like, what the fuck did you just say? Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say, like... I was like, guess who just turned their back? Our babysitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. David and I would... Uh, yeah. I think all siblings have a, a couple yeah. real scuffles. No, we, but we never play fought. It was never like... I think oh, wait, no. With the wrapping paper rolls? Always a sword fight. Okay. I do actually... <laughs> this is pretty fucked up. But... I do remember... We all fucked up childhood. I do... Oh, oh, this is a fucked up thing that I did. That I do remember my brother was sitting peacefully at a desk, just minding his own business. And he must have done something to piss me off before, because I just saw him sitting there. And I just saw him sitting there minding his own business. And I got so enraged with whatever it was about his peacefulness yeah that i fucking 
I bit his ass. <laughs> like, you're just sitting. How I was, old were you? I, we were really young kids. We yeah. were, like, super <laughs> young. I just remember, like, seeing him mining. He was just minding his own business. And I'm it's just sure you his, 12. And, like, <laughs> he, no, it was way before that. And, like, he was just sitting at, like, this tiny chair. And I was just like, I'm going to bite this asshole. Yeah. Like, I'm going to bite. I'm just going to bite his ass. Like, like, look at him all smug and happy and whatever. I'm gonna, and, like, like I remember, like, he had a fucking brute. Like, I, I, like, chomped. Like, I fucking, as if my life depended on biting him. I took a fucking bite out of Mike's ass. And, like, it was fucking bruised in the shape of my mouth. His fucking ass cheek. Because I was just, like, look at him all happy over there. I'm going to... And he was just like, ah! Like, he fucking screamed. My mom came running. She's like, what's going on? He's like, I don't know, Matt just fucking bit me. And she, like, she, there's, like, a fucking bruise on his ass. From I don't even know what it was. I just saw, like, you ever just, just had this primal, like, rage just, like, flipped off like a switch? Oh. I was, like, I was just crawling on the floor, and I just saw him minding his own fucking business. But he was also, like, he always tortured me so much yeah. that, like, I just saw this moment of vulnerability for him yeah. that this fucking switch went off in my head. I'm like, you will feel the pain that I feel of, <laughs> of being vulnerable to you all the time. And I took a fucking bite out of his ass. I didn't remove a bite. I just took a big bite and he yelled and screamed. That's comforting. Yeah, no, I think we all done stupid... I did stupid shit like that to my sister. Like, I... Just for no reason, just was a total cunt. Like, and I'll say it. I was a total... See you next Tuesday. No, I mean, there was... I, like, he didn't... I don't think he did anything at the time. What's fucked up is I just was so angry about something about him that it I had to... just looked so juicy. I had to... I had to cause him physical pain, and the worst pain I knew I could cause him was just biting. <laughs> that, would, that, that would actually really fucking hurt. I don't... Uh. No, like, it was, like, uh, black and blue. Yeah. Like, in the shape of my mouth, like, I fucking <laughs> bit his... Like, you don't understand. I don't Stop. think I can describe to you how hard I, know, I, I bit. As hard as a child can bite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. It, I, well, in retrospect, it's funny. I feel terrible about it, just because I know it was my... But it was just... It was sh- sheer primal rage took yeah. over me. And I bit as hard as I could. You can't explain the, the weird shit that we did as kids. Because I feel like... Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that there is no explanation for the weird things that I did as, as a kid. Like, whether it's violent or just weird or a, just emotionally abusive to other kids. I'd, I'd prefer to just, like, let go of it. Like... Let it be. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm sure he probably remembers it, but I don't think he holds as much a grudge or no. remembers it as much as I do. Yeah. Of it being... <laughs> like... That's, like, that's good. That's growing. It's like, you know, when I was little and I, I, you know, I ripped the wings off a bumblebee, you know, and I, I felt so guilty about it. And do I, I still feel guilty about it to this day, but not guilty, but I just think... You just look back on it and go, why the did I, do that? I look back and I, and I also think like why the fuck did I cry about it but the fact was I cried about it and I felt bad about it afterwards and isn't that isn't no because that that's part thing? of it isn't that the human experience yeah, exactly. is doing shit and learning from what you've done like oh wait no I didn't feel good about that I, I, I acted on a primal urge but I did not like the way I don't I don't like that I did that 
So that's good. That's like that's like a like good. Good job. We did not enjoy biting that person's ass for no reason. Right. No, I didn't. You know, there were, I'm just I just remember. I'm yeah. just explaining to you. I felt a primal urge. It felt good at the time because I felt like he really deserved it. Yeah. But then, like, you know, but I felt, a day I think later. I felt horrible immediately. Yeah. Like, you know when the primal urge subsides and, like, yeah. normal humanity returns yeah. to you? Like, what have I done? Yeah. Like, what what have I done and what have I become? Like, like there just something came over me that I had to do it. And I had to, like, I went over and I was like, huh? And as soon as he whelped in, like, this, yeah. like, it was like a, he, like, it was a noise that, uh, unbeheard to me before. Yeah. Of just this utter... Yeah. person in pain yeah where i like it snapped me back and i'm like what the fuck did i yeah. just do well and, and that that's good because you know if you were a you know a serial killer no that, would... if i was a sociopath if i had no empathy that wouldn't have registered right. i would have just been like wow yes. <laughs> look at your pain but like yeah. the fact that that like hearing this whelp snapped me out of this like animalistic urge and being like, oh my god, what am I doing? Like, yeah. what what compelled me? Yeah. to be so violent yeah. suddenly, you know. And I think that does speak a lot. It yeah. speaks volumes to be able to be like snapped back with empathy and be like, oh shit, what have I? Because that was before where you're like, I, you know, kids... so you're a child, you don't know how to impulse control. Yeah, kids and... don't know. Like they don't they don't know the. You're you're experiencing like what happens after the fact. Like you don't have that experience yet of like exactly. what happens when you bite someone I, in the ass. Like oh, I, that really <laughs> like I that would really like to say that I still don't have this experience. I don't know. It. it was just it was very vulnerable. It was you just sitting there, and there was I I think there was like this kind of revenge instinct that was like fucking do as much damage as you can in this moment. Yeah. His back is turned. Your time is like, now. You know, like, yeah. you know how instinct works where you're like, you see a back turn, you're like, I could totally... You're like kill. a fucking tiger in India. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it was pure animal instinct, yeah. instinct yeah. of, like, fucking bite as hard as you can and fucking this is, like, this is your prey. Yeah. Make them pay. I was like, and then, like, the moment I heard him, like, scream in agony. You're like, oh, Cause no. I, I, like, because I had no impulse control as a small child. I yeah. couldn't tell you how old I was, but I was definitely... Like, like a six young, or yeah, 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 exactly. It's one of my uh, a very early memories. It's like a six year old thing or five year old thing. Basically, thing Mike was er, it was early enough that Mike could sit in like one of those little <laughs> sit li- and enjoy himself. Little, no, 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 like little little tots chairs. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah. that's how old we were. Okay. To put yeah. it in perspective, Very like young. to sit in a fucking child's chair, and I was just crawling around. I just. Can't, I yeah. was overcome with rage, which I'm not prone to these yeah. days. <laughs> I, no, but no, it is. I mean, like when you're that young, it's just like when a fucking instinctual thing is like mm. cause harm. You, you know, you just do it. But thank God that I have fucking empathy because the moment I heard the scream, I was rocked back to reality and felt so terrible about what I had done, and I was so concerned. I was like, why did I just? do that well, why did i become overcome with that you know and it's funny because i wanted to tie back to the original discussion uh when we were talking about uh school buses because i think that's how we got into this whole, we did yeah we did because my original advice was going to be like well you know if you just make enough money you can just start running the school you just start ignoring 
the stop signs and just pay, you know, like the $500 fine or whatever <laughs> it is. Um, or you could just run over children. But, I mean, if now we have that, like... No, empathy you, thing going. You have like, enough empathy to know to not run over children, but not enough to be like, get on the bus, Timmy. Yeah. You fuck, you'll be back in six hours. I know that's like a fucking large percentage of your life right now, but really, it's not that long. I know, you can't just like get out of the car and just scare the shit out of them. No, you, you well, that's super fucked up too. <laughs> but speaking, okay, speaking of traffic issues... So, apart from the bus, I've been dealing with a lot of construction sites on my way to work. Mm -hmm. You know what fucking bugs the hell out of me? You never, ever, ever, there's never, never, you never, ever, go the right fucking speed (laughs) through a fucking construction zone. Because they give you that, like, kind of annoyed, keep moving, keep moving, and then they, like, move their hands faster, not going fast enough. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, oh, slow down. So, you know, like, like because they, like, give you an annoyed look. Like, come on, go yeah. faster. And then you go a little faster, and then they go, oh, 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 oh. They do the, because yeah. there's a one hand, come, come hither, yeah. keep moving through wave. And they get annoyed, they move their hand faster. And then you go faster, and then they do the both hand slow down, slow down, and you're like, alright, uh, like, there's no fucking happy medium for this, is yeah, there? Matt. I'm going too slow to go through this, or I'm going too fast, and it's like, I'm, I'm at 15 miles an hour. Like, ooh, wh- at what speed do you want me to go through? I'm a very responsible <sighs> driver. Now I don't know what you're doing. Like, are you going, like, because 25 miles per hour is too fast. I'm 15. One five. Alright, it's too slow. No, because the moment I hit seventeen, they go, they go slow down. What do they want? Sixteen? Yeah, is that where? Uh, is that the sweet spot? Sixteen? Is sixteen? Well, yeah. I don't have the digital reader. Oh. I got rid of the Prius. I got, I got the the little dial now, yeah. not not the digital output. You gotta figure it out, and then you gotta press cruise but control. But it also really looks quick. like your car. It also looks of your car because I had a yeah. Prius, oh. and there was never. It was <laughs> like you're you had to be going too fast to be going too fast There's in the Prius. So many factors. The fact that you had a Prius, I mean, like that changes. That was like if I was going thirty in a Prius, they'd be like, "Come on, asshole, you gotta yes. move." And then when I'm near them, they're like, slow down. I'm like, "This is." the speed you <laughs> like what do you want i remember driving past one of those guys and he's like come on come on and i think i was driving i was going like probably like 15 miles per hour because i remember my dad specifically being like whoa like when i was going 20 miles per hour he's like you're going way too fast past these people when i was like 16 um so i always went lower than 20 20 miles per hour no you want to you want yeah to. um but I guess one time I was driving, like, a little too close to the, the construction workers. And then, like, as I was driving past past them, this guy goes, okay, mind you, I'm going um, 15, maybe, like, 14, 13 miles per hour. The guy goes, whoa, you almost ran me over. <laughs> like, but they, like, literally. Hold on, they, but they, like, walk out. Like, they walk around. Like, they walk towards your car. And then yes. you slow down, and the guy waving you gets annoyed yeah. because you're not going faster. But you're like, yo, your fucking, your buddy is in front of my car. Yeah. And they're like, come on, move it up. And you're like, your fucking friend is just not paying attention walking in front of my car. 
What do you want? Go fast. Oh, slow down. I'm walking in. Like, this right. isn't New York. You're putting up a telephone pole. Yeah, also, <laughs> like, you're looking, you're, you've been watching my car this entire time, and then by the time I get close to your feet, then you complain that I'm about to run you over. Like, at first of all, I don't think I was that close to your fucking feet. Also, like, you couldn't just step back a foot if I happened to be that close, or you're just being a dick. Well, the other day... Um, so I had some really weird situations where I made the turn, and as soon as I made the turn, I'm making the turn, I'm on an uphill, and I'm halfway through a turn, and I I had to stop because this cop's like, stop. And then she's like, go. So I, like, touch the gas, but I'm going uphill, so I have to, like, rev it a bit. And she's like, oh, oh, like, slow down. I'm like, I, like, I'm stuck on a, you know, like, I tapped the gas on a a turned hill, and she's like, oh, because it, like, the engine made a noise, because it has to fucking get up a hill. Joe, slow down. I'm like, looking at her, like, I don't know what you want me to do, because I, I, I towed the gas through this. Then another time... That's how I felt. I was like, I don't understand what you want me to do. Like, I didn't think I was driving close to your goddamn foot. But, like, now you're screaming at yeah, me exact, I it, you there, You can't win going through a construction <laughs> site. No one, no one is happy going through a construction site. Yeah. There, I've never They're seen a happy... I've never seen a con- happy construction worker, and I've never seen a fucking driver happy to drive through a construction yeah. site. Maybe if it's the first time you've seen, like, your husband or wife or spouse in, like, 15 years, like, oh, my God, you're at the construction. You know, yeah. but that, you know, that's a real edge case that's, there. Yeah, that sounds... And so... the other day, the other day, like, this fucking guy starts waving me on, and he's holding that, that two-sided sign, and he's holding the stop sign at me, and he's waving at me. And I'm like, dude, and I look at him like, dude, what the fuck do you want me to do? And he, like, looks up the sign, sees it says stop, and he, like, switches it over to slow, and he's like, like uh, no, I'm like, yeah, dude, like, like, uh, talk about mixed fucking signals, yeah, like, you're literally telling me to stop and go, and you're annoyed that I'm like, uh, what now? You should have made that joke as you went by. It probably would have, you know, made him laugh a little bit. I'm sure, like, these people, they do. Mixed like... signals much? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I was going to say, that, that one's all on delivery. Maybe they're, uh, you know, they just need a little excitement, you know, so they just pretend like they're about to get oh, that's run over. What, well, that's why I drive 17 instead of 16 sometimes. Yeah. You can't win. You can't win the construction site. And in Connecticut. Unless they, like, whistle at you as you walk by. Am I right, sir? Uh-huh. <laughs> we love that. They, them cat That actually calls. has never happened to me. On a, during I don't a, freak that's like a, construction no. sites. No, you... <laughs> wait, 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 when do you walk in Connecticut apart from being in the mall? Yeah. Yeah, true. I don't know. I got a cat call on a bike. That wasn't really a cat call. I'm sure he was being mean. The so I told him time... to suck a dick. Actually, the only time I really have ever, like experience catcalling was actually when I was in the car with a, a guy driving and he would catcall and then I would have to scold him. Uh, one time uh, Sarah was walking home from work and I was driving past and I, I pull up on the side of the road and go, hey sweetie want to ride? And she's like about to turn around and like fucking to like, unlo- like just give me hell and she's like Oh, I thought you were some asshole cat collar, and she like climbs in. I'm like, well, no, I, I'm just trying to give you a ride home, sweetie. We're married. <laughs> I'm always on edge 
you're walking home. Uh, yeah. You never know what you're gonna run into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people are fucking weird. Even me, like, I'm walking, they're like, get a fucking car! I'm like, I have one. I'm helping the environment, cunt. Um, and I'm also slightly intoxicated. So I'm helping the humanity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. People think they're so great. All right, well, we're about halfway through it, so we're going to take a quick break, get a word from our sponsors, and then it's time for beer reviews, and we'll be right back after this. Woo! This week's episode is brought to you by The Jungle Book on VHS and DVD. Do you get slightly aroused by being hypnotized and tied up? Don't we all? The Jungle Book on VHS and DVD. Hurry now before it gets put back in the um, in the vault. <laughs> what a lovely message from this week's sponsor. Uh, I wonder what that vault looks like, you know what I'm saying? You know, women knocked out, yeah. waiting for you to just kiss them while they're fucking passed out. Uh, young people <laughs> tied up. Yeah, this is sounding worse and worse uh, as I go on. Anyway, let's go on to beer reviews. This week's beer reviews, everyone's favorite segment, we got The Devil's Purse, um, established in 2013, they're out on Cape Cod, so uh, South Dennis, next time you go to Cape Cod, be sure to check out The Devil's Purse, this is Surfman's Check ESB, the English style pale ale, um, I assume it's a pale ale made in the English style. But uh, we shall see about that. What it what constitutes as a English as an English style? Looks uh, darker. Uh, it looks darker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You know what I you know what I love about English style English style pale ales? I'm just saying that English that beers the, are usually pretty dark. No, well, you know what I think. You know what I like about English style pale ales? I keep getting older, and they keep staying the same darkness. <laughs> uh, so English IPAs are fermented by English ale yeast, which brings about a distinct fruity esters. The hops is used as English IPA contributes to very specific herbal flavors that balance the sweetness through a controlled hop bite. These are hops low in alpha acids, which are bitterness, but highly aromatic. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to look for an ABV on this. Oh, 5.2%. Here's a little flavor text about Devil's Purse. Devil's Purse Brewing Company is located on Cape Cod in South Dennis. We specialize, excuse me, we specialize in a wide range of European-inspired ales in addition in addition to our core styles, we brew limited specialty beers available for sale at the brewery. Visit us year-round for beer tastings and retail sales. Our brewery is located on 120 Great Western Road, South Dennis, Massachusetts, 02660. For more information, go to www.devilspurse.com. It looks the- like a warehouse, so you might drive past it. By the way, Devil's Purse is also named for uh, a shark egg. That's where they get their name from, I the shark egg. I was just going to talk about that, but you beat me to that's it. That's it. If you see their logo, yes. it's a shark egg. Yep. So that's the Devil's Purse is the, the old uh, Cape Cod shark egg. 
Well, I used to call it as a kid. A mer- I was told it was called a mermaid's purse. So I guess, you know. Both. Either or. Mermaid, devil, they're all the same. Yeah. Um, wow, I really like this. It's like... So drinkable. It's such a fant- it's such a delicious beer and it goes it almost goes down without a thought. Like I like I and maybe that's huge. I want to give this a 5 out of 5 flaming charcoal briquettes on the hibachi scale beer. Um just because it's so memorable yet so forgettable. Like the moment it touches your tongue, it's delicious and then it's gone. It's like a dream. You know, it just happens instantly and then it's gone. Yeah, you There's no aftertaste. There's no nothing. You can just drink this all day. It, uh, like I said, this is ph- phenomenal, phenomenal beer. I love it. Five out of five flaming charcoal briquettes in the hibachi scale beer. Hands down. I love it. Nice. I, uh, I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to agree with you. Some I'm gonna give it a four point five, flaming charcoal briquettes on the hibachi scale of beer. Oh, yeah. It. The I, moment I, it's gone, it's gone. It, I, it 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 just evaporates into nothing. I really like. Yeah, I like the way you put it. Memorable but forgettable at the same time. But like forgettable in like the best way. No, it's like it's like the mo- when it's on your tongue, you're living in the moment. It's a fantastic, phenomenal beer, but as soon as it's gone, it's gone. It's a whisper in the fucking wind. <laughs> yeah. There's a definite like it packs a punch in the first sip. No, it's a beautiful, malty, yes. delicious beer. But the second you're done drinking, it's gone. It's gone. Yes. It, it it leaves nothing. Honestly, for, and I, okay, that's the word I was looking for, malty, because I hate malty beers, but this one just dissipates as soon as it rolls off your tongue, the maltiness. It literally exists in the moment. Yeah. It, for the moment it's on your tongue, it's this party of a beer that's happening in yes. your mouth, and the moment you swallow it, the mu- the, the music silences, yes. the, everything's cleaned up, it's gone. Yeah. It's just this, it's here now, it's in the moment, it's drinkable, it's quaffable, it's delicious, and the, there's no aftertaste. When you're done, yes. it's done. I think that's exactly the only reason why I like, I was like, I love it. Like, especially after like drinking a sip and letting it sit. I was like, I love this beer. But the but problem the, with letting it sit is it slips away. Right, and there's just like this. I was like, there's something, and I was like, oh yeah, it's the malt. Because like, I hate, I it's just me because I despise anything with malt in it. But like, the, this is so fantastically done. Like the malt doesn't linger like most beers where I just like I have a couple sips. And or you have a, the malt in your mouth for oh, the night. Oh, and it's just like I can't like uh, the malt is there for the moment. Like, you enjoy it, it's gone. Yes, like I could drink a couple of these, whereas any other malt beer, any beer with any sort of maltiness, like I would just have two sips and you know be like, mm, someone else take it, take it from me now. This is good. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, five out of five flaming charcoal briquettes. I was really happy when I saw this in the store. I saw their little logo. I'm like, I know them. So I figured I had to get it. And yeah, I, I agree with you too. Like it, it tastes delicious while it's there and it doesn't leave any weird aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Nice. Well done. 
This is a great beer. Really, like, uh, 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 it, it has some je ne sais quoi mm-hmm. that so many beers are lacking. And I don't know if it's just the just the moment of the beer because mm-hmm. the beer that the like Sam Adams has an aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Every Sam Adams they make has mm-hmm. the Sam Adams aftertaste, and there's something about this beer where. All of the shit going on is only happening in your mouth at the time that it's there. You know? It's like opening a soundproof door to a party. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's only there for the moment. And I gotta say, um, as far as the maltiness goes, because it is such a subtle, subtle hint of maltiness, um, that that little bit of sweetness kind of, like makes you crave a little bit more. So, like, I put it down, I'm just like, oh, now I gotta have another one. Yeah, yeah, no. I gotta have another sip. It's Every time I put it down, I'm like, oh, I gotta taste that again. It's like... Doesn't that... Isn't that what gives it the... That high score is that you need to have it again. You want to have it again. Like I said, it's only there for the moment. So, you're like, I have to... I need more. Yeah. I have to... I have to resume the activity of drinking Mm -hmm. this beer. Because it's only enjoyable in the mm-hmm. moment that you're drinking it. Yeah. And uh, and maybe that's why it lost points. Maybe it's a mall. I don't know why. But um, it's just one of those live-in-the-moment beverages. I, I, I just don't think I can do it justice by explaining how, how just purely in the moment this beer is. Yeah. Because tomorrow, if you ask me how it tasted, I think think it was pretty good. But, like, while it's on your tongue, Mm -hmm. it's the thing that's happening. You know? Well, for me, it's like, while it's on my tongue, I'm like, yeah, 4.5. And then, like, after it escapes my tongue, I'm just like, oh, I want more. Like, I need need that more. And then it's just like, Maybe I need. Maybe this does deserve a five point five for me. Oh, do you, are you going to change it or are you going to leave it at four or five? I don't. I need to take another. Take sip. another. Yeah, you got to take another, another sip. Although five or five, four point five. I'm going to get this. Um. Yeah, I just I, I, you know, I have to, I have to keep going back for more. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade. 5.5. 5. 5.5. 5 across. This was a fantastic goddamn beer. This this beer really I I like uh, there've been few times where I've been really blown away by how good something is cuz we, we we tried a, a good plethora of their beers when yeah, we were I don't, Cape I don't God. remember them being They didn't <laughs> they didn't have this and this is something else. And it's a shark egg on the fucking logo. Yeah, and we know. Yeah, we know. Save the yeah. sharks, fitting, yeah, fitting bad. Blah, blah. Well, true. When we went to Cape Cod, there were a couple breweries we could pick from, but I'm like, this one's called Devil's Purse. That's where we're going. Yeah. Also, <laughs> we, we, we went like two years ago. Yes. <laughs> so that was, you know, at this point, two, two and a half, three years into their infancy. Who knows? Hmm. Who knows when 20... I don't remember being disappointed with the beer. Like, no, we it, bought a growler. It like, wasn't. It wasn't bad, but this. Yeah, we, we should find that one. <laughs> well, that's in the classics. Yeah, I love it. I love that logo. The that shark case. That's cool. The, egg, the shark egg case. I used to love to collect those on uh, Nantucket Beach. What was nice is on the inner part of Cape Cod. 
High tide went out, so oh, far. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. You, Vasa? Yeah, I have I have Vasa. <laughs> but no, um, on the inner part of Cape Cod, high tide went out so far. Like, you could walk. Oh, yeah, and you can just kind of go to the sandbar, like, hundreds of feet away. I haven't been... That's really fun. I haven't been to Cape Cod in years, but it was always so much fun. It was always so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to go to Nantucket every uh, every summer. I used to go for a month. Spent a lot of time on the beach. But it was just, like, yeah, exploring the sandbar and then, like, any other, like, you know, you'd find little, um, I don't know, like, little areas where, you know, the the tide would kind of go into, and it would leave, like, you'd see, you know, tidal just, pools. yes, tidal pools, and it would just leave a little ecosystem of, <laughs> uh, like, pipefish and clams and, I don't know, all that kind of fun stuff that was fun to harass as a kid, you know, just, like, <laughs> just bite him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> You ever bite a pipefish in the ass? Well, I I would never know. I would describe my brother as a (laughs) pipefish. I was going to say, as a kid, I visited my best friend in Oregon not too, like, a couple years ago, and we were poking at, like, sea urchins and sea anemones and shit. (laughs) And you find, like, little jellyfish. You're like, it's too cold to go swimming here. I guess we'll just harass all the wildlife. Or jelly combs, rather, and they would just be, like, these little jelly sacks that would, would just wash up on the shore. But, uh, yeah, in September is jellyfish season in Long Island. My mom used to have a house there. But it was really jelly sacks. That they, sounds like the as, most horrifying season ever. But no, it was, as I you like were saying... Jellyfish. as jellyfish. Well, Sarah loves jellyfish. <laughs> but as you were saying, the jelly sacks is just... It wasn't yeah. actual jellyfish. They were like the balls that glow. Yes. yes. So like it would be September. It was really cool because oh, you cool. didn't want to go swimming because you were afraid of whether or not they stunk. It was but September. but there's a but well September usually is still pretty hot. Okay. Um, yeah. At least early September. But there would be you know all these you'd walk up to the shore and there would just be glowing sacks everywhere because they, they were bioluminescent jelly sacks. And so uh, that's when the season is in Long Island. Like, if you go to Long Island, and so it's gorgeous. If you're okay with just swimming in a pool and walking on the beach, if you go, if you go at night, there's cool. just hundreds and thousands of jelly sacks on the beach, glowing in the night with their bioluminescence. If you haven't seen it, it's really a sight to behold. That's really cool. Yeah, I didn't. Uh... I didn't know that. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, September's jellyfish season. It's when all the jellyfish show up, and a lot of them are just little ovals that aren't really jellyfish with the the yeah. the, the the standard jellyfish. They're right. just little discs that glow yeah. in the dark, and and but they're not very bright. You have to see them on the shore. So you walk along the shoreline, and you just see little dim lights, right? You know, glowing in in random intervals along the shore. I bet if you shore. had like a black light, like that'd be pretty. Probably, cool. probably would really show up. You'd have to walk along the shore with a black light, which is probably a. Mm. I mean, you can get a black light. Get a whole bunch of light. black lights, and then but it, it's really awesome. 
I love Long Island. I mean, I when my mom had her house there, I spent uh, every season there. And I don't know. I think there's something about um, being in a vacation town on the off-season that... And it not necessarily puts in perspective, but just as, like, you know, everything's... A little not peaceful. everything... Like, 75% of things are closed. You know, like... Yeah. Like, they live for the vacation season. Living in a vacation spot is weird. To be there when it's winter and mm -hmm. people aren't there for the vacation. So, the grocery store closes even earlier. Everything closes even yeah. earlier. There are some people that are there year-round. It just, you know, as yeah. a fact of life. Yeah, but, my aunt um, lived in a, on a Long Island, but I only ever visited her probably like in August. It, or well, so. it depends on where in Long Island. Because yeah. Long Island's a very densely populated thing. Once you get outside the Pine Barrens, it's like living on Cape Cod in the yeah. winter, you know? Like, mm -hmm. everything's different after Labor Day, mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's not just don't wear white. It's like they shut down. It, with global warming and everything, it, it's a little bit after Labor Day. It's usually, you know, by October things have shut down. But it, it's, it's a whole different area in the dead of winter right. to see what's open, to see what's available. But uh, when my mom had her beach house in, in Long Island, in Greenport, it was like... I even enjoyed going in the winter. I remember one time I got... Uh, my girlfriend at the time, she and I got super stoned. Mm -hmm. And, like, we're, we saw people walking on the beach. We're like, oh, they're not going to... We're, like, smoking this bowl. And we're like, oh, they're not going to care. They can barely see us. And then it, like... I don't know if it was because we were high or whatever, but, like, we fucking walked for what seemed like forever to get to the shoreline. And we turned around and it was like the house is like next to us. We're like, oh, they could see everything. <laughs> and of course, it's like how old are you? It's like freaking out over like a joint that you were smoking. Whereas like now, but nobody cared. Nobody yeah. cared. No, like nowadays, it's just like, oh, I don't care who sees me. What's funny is she. <laughs> it, like, I'm smoking a joint. What the fuck are you gonna do? Uh, my mom had a weird neighbor that would. So we had like paths to the beach. He'd walk his dog down his path to the beach, walk his dog back up our path to the beach, and have his dog shit there. And he kept doing this until, like, we called the police mm -hmm. on him. And the police came. And now, th my girlfriend at the time was two years younger than me. And they're like, mm -hmm. is that your mom? And I'm like... Is she still two years younger than you? You, okay. uh, no, well, no, we, we were on a different plane of existence. We okay. by a neutron star and, and time shift. Okay. Well, she was, I wasn't, now she's... No. Anyway, uh, anyway regardless. <laughs> uh, okay, so she is two years younger than me, you pedant. <laughs> uh, but the cop was well, like... Well, now he doesn't care how much younger... Yeah. <laughs> the cop was... But the cop came and She's was dead. Like, the cop came and was like, is that... Your mom and I was like, no, that's my girlfriend. She's like, two, like it was a really awkward situation. Okay, that's really. And that's awkward. when he learned his girlfriend wasn't hot. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your? Oh my god! Like that's. Crazy. Or that he looks just like her. I don't know what that one says. Well, you also all you always looked young for your age. God, I hope <laughs> I'm gonna be thirty soon. Uh, but no, I, I, I don't know. Long Island is a lot of fun. Um, but 
the jellyfish. You gotta look out for them, or and you gotta see. They're, they're seeing them not like in a time. dangerous sense. Like don't look out for them because they're not gonna hurt. Well, you. if they're Portuguese men of war, absolutely look out for them. Well, that's what fucked me up. I watched that one Baywatch episode, <laughs> and I saw a kid and with Paul Drogo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jason Momoa was. I pro- that probably isn't he Aquaman now? Yes. He's so sexy. He is is so sexy. He is so sexy. What's amazing is that he's maintained how sexy he is over, like, 20 years. Over over at least, like, 20 years, this man has maintained being sexy as fuck. I'm like, like, I've been not sexy for, like, 30. I'm not 30 yet. But in two weeks, I'll have maintained not being sexy yeah. for 30 years. How did he maintain being sexy for that period of time and, you know and being older than me? And I bet he's fucking humble. I bet he's a fucking, like, one of the most, like, humble. Let's get him on the show. Yeah. I, mean, I want him on the show. We'll see how humble he is. Be <laughs> humble. <laughs> Bitch, sit down. Sorry, I was just reciting a song. Please don't beat me up, Jason Momo. <laughs> What is that? His name, Jason Momo. Yeah, you can call him that. Oh, uh, you, you should you, ask. You've him. heard from his. He, can we call him Jason Momo? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. He's so he's so cool that like he's so chill. He probably, probably like, what's like, you know wait, what? Oh, just call me Jason. What's his name? Jason Momoa. Oh, Jason Momoa. So it wasn't that far off. I just sounded you like just a trot. A syllable. Jason Momo. Well, he's like, you're from Connecticut. You just drop syllables off. And I'm like, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, I don't think I've actually ever heard anyone say his name. I just know it's spelled M-O-M-O-A. You're called Drogo, right? I played him on TV. So you're called Drogo? Yeah, sure. For all intents, for whatever the fuck this is about, yeah, you can call me Call Drogo. If you're not, there's a video of how to pronounce his name. Oh, oh, there's a video how to pronounce his name? <laughs> it's no. going to be so off, and I'm going to be really humiliated. Hold up the mic. Jason Momoa. Okay. Jay- oh, no, you're right. Okay. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. J- J- Jason Momoa. It's easy to remember because he's like a tall drink of a mimosa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jason Momo, uh, is that your name? Uh, well, when you stumbled and said "ah," uh, you actually said it correctly. So your name's just "ah." Uh, no, my name's Jason Momoa. This is what I said, Jason Momo. Uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, be humble. <laughs> Bitch, sit down. Have you heard that? The Kendrick Lamar Humble song? No, I have not. I'm not. He won some, like, um, Pulitzer Prize or, or something. They've never awarded it to rap. I, I'm definitely wrong. It's not the Pulitzer Prize, <laughs> but it's, like, the Pulitzer Prize equivalent for a musician. Okay. And it was, like, the first time a rapper won. And it was for his, his latest album, which is has Humble. And it's like... And, the, and my favorite part Kendrick is... Kendrick Lamar. What'd I say? Oh, I don't, no, I'm guessing. I was guessing who it was. No, it is Kendrick L- oh. Lamar. I'm just asking what I what horrible, na- incorrect name I said. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't paying no, attention. No, it's a Pulitzer Prize for music. Okay, he won, he won a Pulitzer Prize for music, which has never been awarded for rap. So it's like, it's the broadening of the spectrum for the Pulitzer Prize. It it ruffled a lot of feathers, to say the least. But, um, 
Anyway, there there's a song called Humble, mm-hmm. and my favorite part is when people are playing this with their dogs. Mm-hmm. So there's like a video of them listening to the song because he's like, "Be humble, bitch, sit down," and like and they're playing it with their dogs. <laughs> their dogs sit. Aww, <laughs> yeah. <that's> cute. <laughs> that's cute. Except you just called your dog a bitch. Well, but if do- if they're female, they're a bitch. If they are, you know. Well, it's kind of like when you say to a guy and you're like, girl. Yeah, I guess. I Yeah, I, how dare you assume the dog's gender? You're assuming. Listen. <laughs> Listen, gay people will will refer to all straight men, gay men. Well, I've, I don't think I would ever be offended if someone said girl. Well, right, if you me. say girl. It's like, it's like a, you know. It's girl. Figure of speech. Girl. Yeah, exactly. Just like I use guys, like you guys. I like, I would call a, this room where it's two women and one me, you guys. That's also a very Connecticut thing where people have been like, you just say you guys. I'm like, I'm from Connecticut. That's just like, if if a woman addressed a group of women, she would say you guys just because we're in Connecticut. Well, that's like that's anything true. but Southern, right? I mean, because well, like Southern is like y'all. y'all. Which is ironically more gender neutral, apparently. Yeah. That, that, yeah that's what right. kills me. But the thing right. is, is like a woman in Connecticut could, agru- could address a, women, a group of women and say, hey, you guys, we got to do that. You know, like, and would you think anything of that? No. No, because you guys, to me, guy it's gender neutral. is gender neutral. So anyone, not, anyone who says you guys is not gender neutral, like, come it is. at me. I, I just, exactly. I, guy is gender. Hey, guy, what's up? Like, you know, like. Because it's not like I, I go to a bunch of, like, dudes and say, oh, hey, you guys, and, like, there happens to be a female, and then just go, oh, I'm so, I'm sorry, or, like, oh, I didn't I mean to assume that you all are men. It's like, no, you guys is gender neutral. It means you girls. Guys, you guys is gender neutral. If you were at, like, a women's rally, and mm-hmm. a woman got up on stage and was like, hey, guys, we're going to Dunkin' Donuts after this, because we're in Connecticut, yeah. would you be like, oh, wow. Dunkin' Donuts and not general neutral? Like, no. You guys is just all-encompassing. Yeah. You can be trans, you can be woman, you can be man. You're a guy. (laughs) Because if you're talking about a group of guys, you're probably gonna call them a fuck king. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the fuck king has yet to be released under the new website. I I refer to them as, like, boys, like I did, like, on my AIM, like, when I separated my AIM, um... Oh, the aim, the aim separate boys. Yeah, I had my boys and my gals with a Z. Also, girls girls and boy, or I had or girl. I think I actually did girls and guys, girls and guys with a Z. Oh no! So you did. So now you're going against what you just said, though. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that's where the the fucking maybe is coming from. Although I've watched some trailer park. Uh, boys. Yeah, I watched a few of those. And recently. I enjoy Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. But when I'm around my guy friends, it, not only does it make you feel younger, there's a difference between being called boy, like, hey, boy, do this, mm-hmm. and then being in a group and being like, all right, boys, what are we up to tonight? You know, like, yeah. the, like, the, like the, the pluralization, the, the, per, the pluralization changes the connotation being called one specific guy or one specific boy yeah. or or a girl, you know what I'm saying? Like garçon. Like, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like being called a boy is one I think thing. It's a but... power dynamic thing. Yeah, like but one's I, I someone think... telling you to do something, and one's being like it's a group activity. Well, yeah, and then that's when true. But, they, but I, I also think calling your group boys it conveys a kind of an equilibrium in the power dynamic. Like we're all boys here. All right, boys, what are we up to? You well, know? Yeah, because when you say hey, boys, it's like. What shit are we getting into? Like, this sounds Ex- fun. Exactly, yeah. Hey, hey, boy, do that. Like, singular boy means something different than, like, all right, boys, what shenanigans are we finding ourselves in tonight? You know, like, the, a- the moment you have the S, even with yeah. guys, I think guy, yeah, you're right, guy, yeah, like, guy has a, a, you, a, guy. a gender, connotation, gender connotation, but guys it is just an all-encompassing kind of, like, yeah. Just like, just like how boy. If someone called me boy, I would be offended. Mm-hmm. But if like a friend of mine or someone was like, "All right, boys, like, what are we into tonight?" The moment it's like a group, like we're all, oh, we're all the same guy. Mm-hmm. We're all guys. We're all boys. We're all you know. The, there's like a fun mischievousness yes. to saying "All right, boys" versus a condescending "You're my servant." you're below me boy or guy, you know? Right, 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 right. And it's interesting because you, you apply that with uh, ladies, and that makes me nervous. As soon as someone says, okay, ladies, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. All of a sudden, I'm nervous. I'm not going to have any fun. Especially when it's a group of guys. Okay, ladies. ladies. Are you ready? <laughs> no, like, all I'm thinking about is, ladies, God, we're at a work meeting. Ladies, what do we need to do? Like, that's, right. Boys, what kind of fun are we going to have? Ladies, I mean, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, all, all right, boys, is like, a, like there's already, like, what, sh- like, you're like, all right, this has to involve shenanigans. Yeah. It starts, yeah. like, what fun, sh- like, what yeah. fun dumb shit are we yes. getting into if it starts with all right, yes. boys? I like, I like the sound of all right, boys. All right, boys, you know, I like, because like, it's like. It, My ears perk up. No, because what you expect. <laughs> I want to get involved. What you expect after yeah. all right, boys is like, yeah. what shenanigans yeah. are we about to, like, get ourselves into, you yeah. know? Yeah, then ladies has got to- it's total different. Hey, kind ladies. Of- okay, I mean, like if, it's like, like great. Now you want me to bake for you? All right. Well, like if Missy Elliott says late, hey, ladies, or some other rapper. I think it then. depends on. Uh, well, just like I many- feel like Missy Elliott would say girls, <clears throat> but just like yeah, me- actually, well, I, I, I mean, ladies' night. I, <laughs> I actually got a, a you know. And this is my liberal heart bleeding, but um, someone called the twenty-eight-year-old woman who's like a, a super leftist social democrat who beat like a several-term running democrat, a girl, and I was like, well, and I was gonna reply like that girl, and I'm like, no, twenty-eight-year-old. I was like, that's a woman. That woman, like that woman, that fully grown woman. Who's fully capable beat the long-standing? That woman is coming to change the power dynamic. Like mm. that woman is the future. It's not that girl. She's she's twenty-eight. Yeah, she's a woman. Mm-hmm. She's not a girl. She's younger than you, but she's a woman. Can you talk to my dad? <laughs> 
But you, you see, you see where I'm coming from. Where I'm like, I'm not like, oh, it's just say, like, why can't we say guys? It's like, no, I believe girl, women. Girl, right, I know? see where you're coming from. You Thank talk you. To my yeah, dad. girl. Yeah, yeah. You. The thing is, is like, you can call me a girl. Like, I, I'm not emasculated by that. No, no. Being called a girl empowers me. Actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're like girl, I'm like, wow, that means like I'm on another level yeah. with it means you. You're part of the group. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was I, watching I, Queer Eye this morning, and they literally said that to like the guy that they were making over. They were like, girl, because like he did something. He did something that required a girl. But, but I like he was cool. But also, I, and and I don't want to get too deep in into the the power dynamics. Of, like, I think it's different to be a white man and be called girl affectionately than yeah. to be a white man in a position of power and to call mm-hmm. someone girl, bo- boy, yes. or guy, you know? Like, right. the, the, it's, it's it, a, a lot of context comes yes. into it. I don't have a lot of power over people. When I say you guys, it's the same like being like, oh, what shenanigans are we into, yeah. boys? Like, there's no sort of uh, yeah. derogatory, and I can understand... Uh, the the idea. Yeah. I understand the idea of of, of the, like I get it. I get mm-hmm. where people are coming from, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of context to go into any of that. Well, and that that's you know I feel like that's where we kind of fall. Where it's like, it's not just words that matter. It is it's context that matters ultimately. Context. Well, context is the most important thing. Yes, that's why fighting over text or or conveying something important over yeah. text. Is bullshit because there's yeah. there's very little context. Yeah, there there's a lot in facial expressions, mm-hmm. body language, uh, 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 connotation, Just meaning that that Semantics. goes into exactly yeah. um, guys mm-hmm. in a text could mean anything. Right, the, you get offended you say, by some, someone saying. Hey, you guys, you can't, you can't get offended. Or, like, like, what if you're just some fucking monstrosity that loves baby Ruths, and all you can do is go, Hey, you guys. Yeah, or, or that, you know? I mean, right, there's many, like, I'm glad you pointed out that very specific. Uh, have, you, have you seen the Goonies? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I want to make so, sure, I want to make sure before you're like, the fuck is he talking no. No, I, I got you. I don't know if anyone listening, no one listens. No, no one listens. No matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that, but it all comes out to like if someone doesn't mean any harm, then don't fight. Don't it. Tell, don't find harm where harm isn't there. Yes, if, there's you so know, much like, more you can fight. Like there's that, so many that, yeah, more. You're right. That is the problem. Is, is looking for harm where mm-hmm. harm isn't intended? Because mm-hmm. I think anyone of reasonable logic can discern. Whether or not there's harm. And yes, there are some people that play that sly bullshit where they're like, I didn't mean harm, but they clearly did. Yeah. But like, there are, there are very clear cut cases where people don't mean harm. And you have to take, you definitely have to take context yeah. unless you're the asshole. You're the asshole that's like, well, context, I know right. what you mean contextually, but I'm going to be a pedant and I'm going to be an asshole about this. And I think, you know what? Because I'm all for equality mm-hmm. and the promotion of everyone being yeah. the same. And I do think that um, by arguing about by when you know the context mm-hmm. isn't right and by making it seem like that, you're you're on the other you're not on the right side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's hard. It's and we tricky. live in a crazy world these yeah. days where where there's a, a there's a surprise, it's a big gray area where guess what? Sometimes 
it takes both parties to admit, yeah. I didn't mean that, and I didn't realize that right. contextually didn't mean that. Yeah. And I think that, that, that a lot of people yeah. don't realize that the gray area is much bigger than they think that's it is. Why, that's why I'll never, like, if I read a dumb quote, like a, you know, clickbait quote or something stupid on the headlines, like, all right, that person may have said that stupid thing. And it sounds really stupid taken out of context, but I'm going to look into this because, like, it could have been taken, like, I have said some stupid shit out of the blue, and if you take any of my shit out of context, it is going to no, sound horrible. you can literally rip apart any quote from us on oh, this fucking this podcast out of context. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, you're right. We're getting over time. Mm. And I think we've made our point, is context is key, uh, Benefit of the doubt, don't be an asshole. Yeah, uh, love it. each other. That's it. Girl, love each other. Girl, guys, all you guys, boys, listen, ladies. boys. We got shenanigans to get into. That includes you, women, you strong, empowered, yes. beautiful, all of you, capable beautiful. of shenanigans. All of you, beautiful. All of you, capable of shenanigans. Yeah, aren't we all capable <laughs> of shenanigans? But um, I think the key is that uh, humans. We're all, listen, humans, what shenanigans are we getting into tonight? Because I think the key is that if, if you're not getting into shenanigans tonight, are you human or are you dancer? Hmm. Ask the killers. <laughs> that does it for this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're on uh, Facebook. I'm not. They are. They control the Facebook. They, who knows? They could be speaking very ill of me and telling me. Maybe they're quoting me out of context, telling me how I only say guys is the only. I we don't know. Make memes who knows? ourselves. If yeah. we're not going to, who will? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook, the Friends okay. of Benefactors. Uh, we're on Twitter. That's the thing the president uses to tell us his agenda. Forget all our news. At uh, FW Benefactors. Uh, you can email us at info at friendsofbenefactors.com. You can send us hate mail, fan mail, topics you want to hear us discuss. Also, we have three Just Cartoon Dicks going to you. They're customized autograph Just Cartoon Dicks. They're, they're hard car- and waiting. They're, they're hard and waiting. We have Cartoon Dicks ready to go out. Send us an email with the subject line Just Cartoon Dicks. And if you want like a special theme, because they will be customized, you know. We, we're going to customize this dick. We're going to autograph it. We're going to send it to you. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's huge. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's all it. So until next time, this, this friendship, friendship has, has sailed. sailed.